0: Hey, 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 it is the girlies
1: from POV. <laughs> That's right, the girlies are back. The girls are back, hey. The girls are back. Good, good, good. Welcome to POV, where we share our point of view on just different topics. And we're just trying to navigate through life. And we hope that this can somewhat help you. by faith. Yeah, yeah, and try and grow closer to Jesus. Amen. Yeah. Preaching to the choir. Kayla, what mug are you drinking out of today? I am drinking
0: out of this coral mug that says, speak up. And it has like the jumping letters. Jumping letters? (laughs) What does that mean? (laughs) Like they are like elevated and Uh. they have... A shadow? The shadow shadow letters. Shadowed letters.
1: That's good. That's good. Yeah, 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 yeah.
0: They just look like they're jumping out of their shadow, if that makes sense. That's really, like, deep. Peter Pan, one might say. What? It doesn't Peter Pan's storyline have to do with
1: the oh, shadow? Oh, yeah. There's some sort of shadow in there. Yeah. Anyway, um,
0: it's, like, cute and it's just, like, speak up, you know? It's speak just how you're doing
1: on this podcast. Exactly, Maddie. Wow, That mug was made for you. Thank you. Love it. What about you? Uh I'm going to be so feral. This mug is so boring. I think <laughs> I got it in high school and it just has an M on it. it but does. I will say the best thing about this mug is it does hold a lot of coffee. And that is just awesome. It is a nice size. So that is great. It
0: has an M on it and some flowers. Don't sure. flowers. Like, like, flowers or, like, or, like, but just
1: like I think I was super into, like, monogrammed stuff back then. And so that's why I bought it. Not saying I would never get an M mug again, but it's just not top of the priority, you know? Right. But anyway, so on tonight's podcast, we're very excited for this, actually. Um, We're basically going to be talking about dating hot takes. Yeah.
0: We came up with this idea because we were talking about how we wanted to address, like, relationship topics, because we feel like there's so many podcasts and sermons preached Mm -hmm. about that in the young adult college world yeah, that, like, there's just so many resources that you can go to, so we're like, okay, how can we address these things but make it a little different? Right, spice Um, it up a little bit. Yeah, add a little bit of spice. Yeah. So we decided to just do our dating hot takes, and
1: we're excited. And these are some hot... Yeah, we want to preface, none of this is, like, true to, okay, wait. It's not, like, absolute truth. Yeah, it's not absolute truth. Don't take it as, like,
0: scripture, necessarily. We just, this is our interpretation of the things we've read, the things we've seen, and so we would follow these things, likely, but.
1: And that's why we're calling them hot takes, because they are pretty bold statements. Right. But also, don't hear us say something and then be like, oh, no, I have to change my ways now because Maddie and Kayla said this.
0: Right. These are our opinions. Yeah. Let's put it that way. Yeah. Um, but also, they are opinions that have been formed in, for me, 22 years of watching people date. And for you... I don't know how many years I've been dating. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, eight. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, yeah. So, in other words some experience. Yeah. So, let's just dive into it. Dating hot take number one, numero uno. I'm ready. Your boundary is not everybody else's boundary. Mm. So, we are in a college ministry, Mm -hmm. which means that there's a lot of young single people walking around. Lots of young
1: dating people.
0: (laughs) That as well. And that means there's a lot of boundaries in place because, You don't want to cross emotional physical spiritual boundaries with someone that you are not married to or related to or yeah something along those lines where there's an appropriate reason to have those kinds of conversations and so there's a lot of boundaries in place but something that we've seen is this kind of assertion that you know i have my boundary and i've prayed about this thing and i've read scripture about this thing and i believe really firmly on this thing And the fact that you don't have that same boundary mm, might look a little bad for you. Mm. Right. Like, they try to reflect and be like, "Mm, why are you not following that boundary? Like, kind of thing. Yeah. And, like, not that snooty ever. Don't, like, hear me think that, say that. But, yeah.
1: My biggest fear of dating just in general or when talking to girls about dating is that they hear someone say... I'm, this is just an example. Cuddling on the couch is a sin. They hear someone say that and they freak out because they're like, oh my gosh, my boyfriend put my arm, his arm around me during a movie that we watched. And they think that that one person's convictions needs to be theirs. Right. And so obviously there's a line that cannot be crossed and should not be crossed as Christians. But there also is a gray area, and I think you really have to determine what is going to glorify God, first of all, and also what is going to lead you to temptation. So if holding your boyfriend's hand is going to lead you to think lustful thoughts or lead you to do something that you shouldn't do, then maybe you shouldn't hold your boyfriend's hand. Right. But some people can do that, and it can be completely platonic, almost. (laughs) Maybe not platonic, but you know what I mean. (laughs) Yeah, no, I know what you mean. I think
0: there's just, you know, again, there's room for diversity of thought in the church on secondary issues. Yeah. And dating is a secondary issue because it's not even in the Bible. Right. And so, like, yeah, I think all in all, we just have to be really careful about, like, reflecting our own boundaries and convictions on other people. And then if and when they don't meet up to them being upset or like shaming or condemning them for that and i'm not like speaking to any specific situation i haven't like encountered this that it's like full force i've just seen like little like underlying tones of like oh like you don't agree with that like
1: Hmm, you you must be doing something wrong or you don't love the lord as
0: much as i do (laughs) right right little underlying kind of notions of that for sure
1: Well, okay, second dating hot take. You do not have to get into your deepest, darkest secrets on the first date with the person in order to know if you can date this person. Yes. And by secrets, you mean... Sins. Yes. Yeah. So, to expand on this, POV, you're sitting across from someone that you're on the first date with, Mm -hmm. and you pour your heart and soul out on every sin that you've encountered or Partaken in in your life that is just not necessary at all and I think you can share your testimony or share how God has moved in your life and be very wise in the in the way of, that you hold things back because there are some things that you do not have to tell a woman or a guy I also yeah it makes you not be able to evaluate the person correctly because you're focused on their past sins and not just focus on how they are currently pursuing the Lord. And yeah. so that's all about what the first date is is are they like truly pursuing the Lord and do you enjoy being with them? Do you right. enjoy talking to them? Do you laugh with them? Whatever your like wants and desires are for a relationship, I guess. But you if you're so focused on what happened in the past in your life and just dwelling on, um, that, then it can lead to just
0: can, ha- a longer process, yeah. I guess. I think it can also lead to shame. Yeah. Like, I think that if for some reason you confess something and then that person no longer wants to date you, whoo! Oh, I'm mm-hmm. sorry, if that happened to me, I, like, would want to crawl up in a ball and
1: die. Like. Yeah. And well, that just shows their character there.
0: True, but it also, like, I don't necessarily know. Like, yes, it shows their character, but it also doesn't have to. Because at the same time, you were putting something on them that shouldn't have been put on them in the first place. That's fair. And so it doesn't have to show their character. It just means that they weren't ready for that, rightfully yeah. so. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, I think all in all, it's just like, A rough place to put someone in and it's I mean I think also you want to do things right yeah and you want people to know what they're getting themselves into but also like that can happen over like a series of time
1: yeah there's a difference in clarity and being kind and clarity and oversharing so just take that with a grain of salt (laughs) yes
0: okay Moving on to dating hot take three, reading the Bible with your boyfriend or girlfriend is not wise. Ooh. <laughs> I feel like this one is a really big yeah, hot Yeah, I feel take. like
1: this is. Yeah.
0: Um, and let me promise again, like, this is our opinion. This is from stuff we've seen. What I mean from this by, what I mean by this, at least from me, is that reading the Bible with your boyfriend or girlfriend And that being the only time you read your Bible is not wise.
1: Mm, Because
0: I think that I've encountered people in the past who, like, read their Bible with their boyfriend or girlfriend, and then if they don't have their boyfriend or girlfriend there, they suddenly don't know how to read the Bible. Right. If that's you, that's, like not the best thing ever because yeah. your relationship with Jesus is individual and even mm-hmm. when it's in marriage and you two become one flesh, you still have an individual relationship with Jesus. like Jesus still knows you right and so you need to be able to how you need to be able to know how to know him independently as well. yeah and so yeah,
1: especially if you're dating to Mary and you read with your significant other, and rely on that and then sure what if dating's awesome and then you get married and then for example your husband's in a really low spiritual spot what are you just going to be in a low spiritual spot too because Mm. you don't know how to read your bible on your own
0: i also want to note another reason that i think this isn't the wisest thing is because when you read the bible with your boyfriend or girlfriend it creates a spiritual intimacy Mm mm-hmm between two people of the opposite sex that is outside marriage. Mm. And God is very clear in his word that intimacy between people of the opposite sex is reserved for inside of marriage in all ways. Um, And so I think when you are, like, pursuing that kind of intimacy and, like, I hope that this isn't, like, a practice of people, but, like, confessing sin to your boyfriend that, like, you're creating an intimacy there that if you guys break up is going to be really, really, really difficult to like get rid of and to separate from. And I just think everyone needs a reminder that if you're in a relationship and you are not married, there is not a piece of paper and a covenant before God, then your relationship is not certain. And so mm. like, you may think, you know, I'll read the Bible with him because I know that I'm going to marry him. Mm-hmm. But also, you don't. Yeah. Like, I know that you think you do. You don't. Like, you don't. And I can't stress that enough. Like, I've seen it. You don't. Yeah. Um. And so, just protect your heart. It's not selfish to protect your heart. Yeah. It's wise.
1: Yeah, I mean, that also goes in with praying with your significant other. I'm not saying you can't pray with your significant other, but also right. you need to be very careful about not pouring it out in front of the homie, you know? Like I don't know why I said it like no, that. No, that's good. I like but you it. know, just yeah. You can there's certain things that you should keep out of that prayer. Yeah. And don't pray like David prayers that he does in the Psalms, kind of thing. Okay, dating hot take number 4. You do not have to be ready for marriage to start dating. And I don't want you to get confused that we're saying dating does not lead to marriage. But, there have been so many times where people believe that in order to get in order to date someone, you have to be completely ready for marriage. And let's just be so for real, no one is completely ready for marriage, ever. Like, so, so many married couples that I talk to go into marriage and they're like, I mean, even, even a year in, they're like, yeah, I don't know what we're doing. And that's okay. (laughs) And so, it also is important to note that you need to date people to know how to serve people in marriage. You can't just expect to marry someone and not date anyone before that. Yeah, there's
0: a lot of aspects of dating that help prepare you for marriage. Yeah. Um, I really do believe that. The thing that this hot take stems from is that we heard from... A woman at some point and she said you know if you are not ready to be married right now then you shouldn't be looking to date and i personally just disagree with that um and the reason being is because for many reasons one i think that a lot of people both in the world and not of the world will tell you that you have to be graduated financially stable like all of these things logistically Mm. Like, have those done before you can get married. And there have been a multitude of couples in our ministry that have gotten married while in college, and it mm. is clear that yeah. that was the Lord's calling on their life. Right. And they were not graduated, and they were not financially stable. Yeah. Um, but they, they heard the Lord's calling, and they answered and responded. And so I think that's one reason why I don't agree with that. Another is, again, because I think that you, like prepare yourself for marriage better by dating the person that you're going to marry and so when you first meet that person you're probably not going to be ready to marry that person I mean you know nothing about them you know nothing about how to serve them you know nothing about how to love them yeah and you know nothing about really like the concept of like marriage in general because I'm not in a relationship I've never dated anyone and I know very general concepts of marriage but but when it comes down to like very very detailed theological concepts of submission and headship and all of these kind of different like detailed things of marriage I don't know a whole ton about those things yeah because it's just never like applied to my life and Mm. so I think seasons of dating help give you the time to learn those things yeah
1: and sometimes you could figure out something that you is like a really hard pass or red flag that you probably wouldn't have known like the first month in to dating and so or if you got married and you figure that out well you can't leave then you know but if you're dating and you do and it's like a thing that you have to leave and um break up with that person well at least it was a breakup but it's not a divorce you know and so amen i mean it's the whole idea of you want to date someone long enough to see how they are in each season of life or like each season almost and I, I think i like that because you want to see how people react in bad scenarios or good scenarios or just when they have a bad day what's their reaction and like really see how you can handle teamwork or how you can handle life together and you can do that in dating relationship without having to jump to conclusions and get married immediately yeah absolutely
0: Our next hot take is hot take number five, which says, it is okay to be alone with your boyfriend or girlfriend. I I feel feel like like, this one's a really hot take. Yeah. (laughs) And I also feel like this one is one that you like, feel passionately about.
1: Yeah. The only reason I feel passionate about it is because I don't like when people say that it is a sin, I guess. I think that is very extreme. That it's inherently a sin. It's inherently a sin to be alone with your boyfriend and girlfriend. I think. I think that if you are dating a do- godly guy and you are a godly girl, or vice versa, and you have made boundaries that you have clearly communicated and that you have prayed about and that you have told community about, then I don't. I think it's okay to be alone. Yeah. And I think that's because there's an element of self-control that we as Christians have to have. And if you cannot control like boundaries, then you shouldn't be dating at all. Um, you may not be in a place spiritually where you can date someone if you physically cannot be alone with someone. Um, and I know, I know that um, there is a space where you shouldn't be alone all the time. I am a strong advocate of you should have days where you can go on a date alone or do whatever and then also hang out with community. But I just hate how people view it as a sin when if your convictions are lining up with God's word and y'all are both pursuing the Lord, then if that if you can do it, then do it. Do it. Yeah. I
0: agree. I think that if you would have asked me this two years ago, I would have disagreed, Um, and then I met a couple that could do it, um, and could be self-controlled, godly men and women. Um, With that being said, I do think it's incredibly circumstantial. Yes. And based on the people Mm -hmm. in the relationship, there are gonna be couples who are maybe more gifted in self-control, and maybe haven't struggled with lust and, and sexual sin. And there are going to be couples who really struggle with that, yeah, and who have individualized personal struggles with that that they're still healing from, right? And so that couple is going to be maybe alone less than the couple who is really strong in, you know, sex, sexual purity, and all of these things. Mm-hmm. But I agree. I don't think it's inherently sinful to be alone with your boyfriend, and I think that the notion that it is is just wrong and kind of condemning to people um I will say I do think if you can do it yes be alone with your boyfriend but also you should date in community absolutely yeah like don't take that and be like oh then me and my boyfriend will just be like best friends we won't have any other friends and we'll just like chill it alone
1: also disclaimer if people If multiple people are going up to you telling you that they don't like your significant other or they don't think you should be dating them, listen up. Like, don't just throw that to the back of the seat, you know? Yeah. Maybe if one person says it, then okay, like, think about it and maybe think about who's telling you it. But I think there's huge significance in multiple people telling you to break up with someone. And so that's just a little slight little disclaimer, but No, absolutely. I think
0: there's a lot of ways that God speaks through people is one of them. Yeah. Through his people. And that is just a gift. Yes, absolutely.
1: Okay, dating hot take number six. If you are new to the faith or just taking your faith seriously, you should not date.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So, I'm a big proponent of this. Yeah. Um, And the reason being is 1 Corinthians 7, um, which talks about, you know, the unmarried woman is concerned about the things of the Lord, but Mm -hmm. the married woman is concerned about the way that she can please her husband, and the unmarried man is concerned about the ways that he can please the Lord, but the married man is concerned about the ways that he can love and serve his wife, and all of these different things. And... I just think that that makes it really clear that when you are deciding for the first time to seek the Lord, that that's who you need to be seeking. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. I think that that is who you need to be seeking, and clearly there's a distraction that is added to your life when a significant other or boyfriend or girlfriend is added in. Right. And so take the time that you have at the beginning of your relationship with Christ, And build it strong so that when you do end up dating someone, if you do end up dating someone, you don't have to go back and do it later. Mm, Because I think a lot of people are like, yeah, I accepted Christ and then I met someone and I like kind of forgot about him and I wish I just like would have like kept my focus on him.
1: Mm. Yeah. Yes. Like,
0: yes. And so I think for me, I think there's so much building and growth and discipleship and confession and healing that happens in the first six months of a year to being a christian or of being a christian and of believing in christ that that can be done well fruitfully intentionally through it just being you in the lord yeah, i really do that's
1: good i think there the main thing with that yeah like you were saying is the distraction aspect and i don't want you to think that we're talking about a certain point because i don't know if there's a certain point that you reach where you like are ready to date someone but i think what kayla was saying having their uh, having your eyes completely fixed on jesus and not having anyone in that gaze is an awesome thing yeah absolutely. Um, and so really lean into that and uh, I sound so cheesy and cliche, but, like, embrace the single se- season of singleness. Wow, right. I cannot even speak.
0: Also, if you come to know Jesus and you're in, like, a long-term relationship, don't hear me telling you to break up. Like, I'm not saying that either. I'm just saying, like, if you're single and you receive Jesus, don't, like, go out and, like, try to, like, date every someone every weekend. Right, like, like, like gotta find my yourself- mug. <laughs> yeah, like, give yourself some time, girlfriend, or boyfriend yeah I mean, no, not boyfriend guy friend <laughs> <laughs> um whatever like give yourself a moment you know yeah. what i mean give god a moment and you got you got time and if you don't then you got eternity dating hot take number seven you do not have to see them as your spouse on the first day you just have to know that they love god
1: Woo! <laughs> that one, yeah, is
0: good. I think that I've talked to so many girls over the past, like, three years who have been, like, I don't know if I want to go on a date with him because, like, I don't know if, like, I could see him as my husband.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And I'm just, like... Ah. Exactly, <laughs> like, yeah. No, I because, get it. I get it. And, and I've had the mistake of saying that, too, honestly. Like... I've been, like, well, I don't know if I can see him as my husband, so I don't know that, like, I should, like, pursue that or be interested or all these things. And it's, like, you have to know the person before you can know if, like, they're going to be your husband. They're not, like, they don't come at the same time. They, it's a slow process of getting to know someone. Like, for example, when I met you, I wasn't, like, I don't know if I should be her friend because I don't know if she can be my best friend. Oh. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I was like, no, I'm going to get to know Maddie right now, and I don't know where our relationship is going to go, mm-hmm. but I know that I'm going to get to know her intentionally, yeah, and that I'm going to let the Lord lead that.
1: Exactly. That's so good. I
0: think that just the way that I think about my friendship in that way, we should have those kind of expectations of, like, letting God's timing go, and getting to know the person now, and yes, dating with intentionality, and that intentionality can be towards something, but it's not the only I love it, almost.
1: I think it just takes off so much pressure if you're just going into a date to get to know someone. And I just want to add, like, ladies and I guess gentlemen, too. Gentlemen! Gentlemen! Uh, I like it. Ladies and gentlemen, you can like... You can have feelings for a boy. Dun-dun-dun. Like, you do not just have to look for a godly guy and just settle at that. Like, God has someone who is godly for you and who also you like. And so that's why you go on a date though. You're never going to know, maybe, you might not know if you'll like someone until you go on a date with them. Right. But I also do want to advise, if you know that this person is not following the Lord, but you are following the Lord, why would you be Why would you be unkind to them and go on a date? Because if you are yeah. dating to Mary... Then you know you're not you gonna marry you know you're not gonna person. marry them
0: so yeah
1: so don't I just I'm not a fan don't do it if you don't if you want a free meal go literally I'll no I'm not gonna Venmo you actually <laughs> I'm broke <laughs> but like have your mom buy you a free meal come on yeah absolutely I agree
0: I think that there's just a lot of expectations which lead us into.
1: Tick number eight. We have two high expectations for who we want to date. Yeah. I think many times we expect the person that we date to spiritually lead us. And maybe this is just talking about a girl. Um, But as girls, we kind of put expectations, like marriage expectations, on our boyfriend to lead us when... They do not have that role yet, and they do not have that ownership over you yet.
0: And I think that sometimes guys put expectations on their girlfriends to make a home for them when that is not something that is the responsibility of your girlfriend. Mm. And it is a responsibility of a wife in marriage, but it's not the sole responsibility of a wife in marriage either. Mm,
1: That's good. Yeah. Yeah. There are so many things that we pick and choose, and we make up this really unrealistic image in our mind. And that's how we get so discontent in dating, is because we just feel like we're settling. Or we wait so long when there's so many good options in front of you because you've made up this perfect image in your mind. And then you'll just, like, maybe never end up dating. Yeah. And it's like, oh, but you missed out on ten perfectly good options right in front of you. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I want to dive a little bit deeper on, like, for, from your perspective, for having, the girl having the expectations of spiritual leadership for the guy, and from the guy's perspective of having, like, expectations of, like nurturing and Mm homemaking things like that Mm -hmm. of the girl like what those kind of things mean and maybe how we can balance them in a dating relationship what they should look like all those things so like do you think that it's okay to have spiritual expectations of a boyfriend how do those look different as you date further
1: i think it's okay to have things spiritual expectations of a boyfriend, but I don't think they need to look like the spiritual expectations of a husband. Yeah. And so for like for example, like everything that marks a Christian. So if that like for going to church, for being a disciple, for sharing the gospel, fruits for of the spirit. fruits of the spirit, for I mean what God calls a godly person. Right. You should want that in your boyfriend or girlfriend or whatever it is and then when you get into marriage then they can one day lead your kids and not saying that you can't lead your kids either but whatever those roles are as a marriage or the wife has to submit to the husband stuff like that then that role can take place but under no circumstances should we expect that in a dating relationship yeah absolutely and what what do you feel like that looks like for you but just flipping it around
0: Let me just preface with, like, in terms of, like, being a stay-at-home mom and, you know, making meals and all those things for, like, your family. I don't have a problem with any of those things. Mm -hmm. But, and I think that there are so many, so many women that the Lord has, like, blessed in those ways. And the Lord, like, blesses women in those ways continuously and grows them in those ways. And he grows me in those ways, too. But I think that sometimes that's the only thing that men look for in women. Mm. I feel like I've experienced this, and I feel like because I am not this, like, overtly, like, oh my gosh, I'm going to go home and, like, cook dinner and, like, clean my house, and, and, like, I'm going to, like, babysit tonight, and oh my gosh, I can't wait till I have my own kid. Like, that sometimes... I'm not a scene, like I'm just being really honest. Mm, um, no, that's good. but my desires what where my desires for those things are in marriage, my desires now are to disciple, to shepherd, to teach, to kind of have more gifts and singleness that are bold. And I think sometimes guys aren't looking for those things and they ignore the other gifts that women have because they're looking for this like really tunnel vision version mm. of a Proverbs 31 woman who like only does X, Y, and Z and a Proverbs 31 woman is a Proverbs 31 woman plus any other biblical woman in the Bible. Mm. That's good. And yeah. there's a lot of variety in biblical women in the Bible. Yeah. And so, yeah, I think there are amazing women who are called to that lifestyle but there are also amazing godly women Who are worthy of pursuing as potential wives that don't show this outwardly, like love and care and affection for like homemaking, but Mm. still like desire
1: that and have that in them.
0: Mm.
1: That's so good. That is not talked about enough. Let's talk about it.
0: Okay, so moving on, our last one is. Number nine is, it is necessary and healthy to talk about past relationships. Mm. Personally, never been in one. (laughs) So, why don't you speak to this a little bit more? Yeah.
1: Well, I think so many people shy away or try to avoid talking about past relationships because it's just awkward or maybe someone gets jealous and they don't want to picture life where they were dating someone else. And yeah, like that probably isn't fun, but I think it is very necessary to talk about the things that your significant other learned in those past relationships and how those relationships kind of form them and help them grow or um, help them realize what they didn't want or help them realize what they want now. And I think if you ignore those completely, then you just miss out on a whole side of a person that could actually bring to light a lot of issues that maybe you would go through in your relationship currently. And so, I I think you there's a boundary where you don't have to talk about your exes all the time because, I mean, that was in the past and now you are dating someone new if you're in this predicament, I guess. But I also don't think you need to shy away from it. Yeah, I agree. I think that... If you
0: have gone through a relationship and it has not worked out, there is as much meaning in the result and the fruit of that relationship as there is in the successfulness of marriage. Yeah. I think that we measure the amount of fruit that we get by the success of our trial. Mm. And I think that that is like... Yeah, I think it's too black and white. I think that God works through far more than just black and white. Um, And so I think remembering that there is meaning and there is purpose and there is learning from every relationship and bring that into the next one by having those conversations. Yeah,
1: and there's a saying like if you are dating correctly – and you happen to break up, that person person should be closer to God than they were before right. they enter the relationship. And so right. that's something to celebrate and to talk about in the next relationship that you go through. And right. so hopefully if you're doing it correctly, that is the case. Yeah. And so, yeah. Well,
0: this is the end of our episode on Dating Hot Takes. We had a great time doing this yeah, episode. This fun. Yeah, I know there wasn't a ton of like scripture in this one. We normally try to include a lot more of that, but honestly, we just kind of wanted to have a conversation about these things. And if you're yeah. looking for good resources on scriptural dating, um, check out the Porch. Check out Becoming Something. Check out Single Dating, Engaged, Married by, by ben, ben Stewart. Stewart. Yeah, um, Outdated by Jonathan Pakluda. There's a lot of awesome resources out there that have a lot of scriptural backing. Yeah. and we're just
1: kind of adding on to that conversation. Yeah, just kind of adding a little spice. Hopefully they weren't too bolder out there, and if they yeah. were, please like message us, and DM we'd us. love to talk about it and yes. hear your opinions too, because we are also just two college girls who don't know what we're doing. So. Diversity of thought. Yes, we're gonna talk about that every podcast. We are, and that's awesome. It is. But anyway, we love y'all. We will talk to y'all next week, and stay tuned. Bye, guys. Bye.